This program contains adult content. Is there a God? A big atheist. Really? What, am I an idiot? Come on. That yes, it would be nice if you could throw your sins and your responsibilities on someone else. But it's not true. It looks like far-left lunacy. I don't believe that it's true that religion is moral or ethical. You don't need to follow anybody! It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should? Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Thursday, December 12th. This is episode 276. I'm Dan Ellis, and it's looking like they're going to vote on impeachment here yeah. really, really soon. I've been watching this shit for 12 for, fucking for, hours today. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually are sitting here and we have that on one screen. So when that happens, we will break in live to this podcast. That you're going to hear recorded, <laughs> recorded. days later. <laughs> to let you know. Uh, yeah, and if you, if you don't know by the time you hear it from us, then you should pay better attention to what the fuck is going on around you yeah what have you guys been doing uh i've been my i've been i've been having ideas in my head for too many fucking projects to do yeah yeah like wood projects you yeah mean? yeah last night i decided i'm gonna build a bellows camera uh, why for the art of making one <laughs> okay but i'm not gonna make one to actually take photos i want to make like a recreation of a of a victorian bellows camera uh-huh. which but is basically one that doesn't work well which is basically a wooden <laughs> which is the key part here which is the key part because i don't want to build a dark room and all the other shit to develop film in uh-huh. but i want to make it and turn it into a lamp find a way mm. to have find certain aspects of it to have light shining out of it that'd be cool and in some sort of weird way it's kind of like okay here's a camera a camera is designed to accept light into it but this one will be look like a camera, but light will be coming out. I'm returning out. this light to the universe. Well, it's just kind of like a, uh, <laughs> not like that, not like a hippity hippity. <laughs> I'm giving the light back. <laughs> but uh, it's something that uses light to create a photo. Now it's going to be something used to create light. Yeah. Uh, and it's got a lot of, like all the cool brass on it and stuff. And I did brass stuff in high school, like making brass boxes and soldering brass together. I'm like, maybe I'll kind of relive some of that. Make the brackets out of brass and. A lot of hand cutting and filing, and like that might be kind of fun. Mm, fancy. Uh, see, if, mainly to see, can I do this? Uh-huh. Take an exercise and stuff I've never fucking done before, and go. Let's fucking give it a try. Well, what what level of quality are you hoping to get out of it? Uh, photo quality, none. No, I know, <laughs> not photo. <laughs> just the project, though. Uh, I wanted to look good. Something I could set up, like on a stand, I would make too, because it's all those stands are just square wooden legs oh so you're not gonna do like a floor lamp it's gonna be like a desk lamp no like it would be a floor lamp like they're the same size as like an actual camera on a tripod because mm. i have uh in one room oh, never mind. uh i've got an old vintage looking uh uh film or a studio light mm. like the old big can light type things with an edison bulb inside of it so it could go along with something like that hmm Set up a little little photographer. Yeah, but also like in my bar room, which my dad got me uh, a sign for my bar for Duffy's Pub now. Oh yeah, that I got to hang up. Oh cool. But is it a neon sign? No, no, it's it's a it's a wooden sign with it's all done in uh, like uh, uh, CNC'd, cut out the wood, then all the spaces were filled in with epoxy, different colored epoxy and stuff to make the sign. Ooh, fancy. So, but my bar is kind of like, I'm trying to make it like a, uh, a speakeasy, uh-huh. like an old style, like this is something you might've seen in 1920. Yeah. So having a lamp built to look like a, uh, old style camera would fit in there with the decor. That'd be cool. So. Well, I'm excited to see what you come up with. Yeah. I think it's going to take me a good month to make it. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be doing brass work on top yeah. of it and messing I, with electrical and... I think making the square boxes are going to be the easiest fucking part of it. Yeah. Making the brass arms to hold everything in place and and if I want to try to make like a fake brass track for it to all sit on because they had tracks, they would roll on and stuff. and For focus, yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So... Because they couldn't just adjust the yeah, lens. The they lens had to move, move the, the actual. That's what the point yeah. of the bellows was. They would... They would pos- move the lens further or closer to it to get the focus. So, Well, that'd be cool. Yeah, so I think it's something that would be fun project to make. And then you'll be given that light back to the universe. Yeah. 
<laughs> Anything else? Uh, I just got a, a note to drivers. Huh. Um, we all know this time of year has bad weather. Mm-hmm. You don't need to drive 40 miles an hour in the left lane with your hazard light that lights on. Uh, people camping in the passing lane, lane. with their ha- hazard no, lights move on. Move to the right, because jackass. Because it's raining. Move to the right. Move to the right, yeah. Ugh. Fuckers. Yeah. yeah, I saw that a few times on the way down here. Mm. Did you honk and give them the bird? No, because they would probably would have swerved into the fucking median. Hey, I don't know what's going mm-hmm. on. What was that on about? Well, I know I can't drive like normal, so I got my hazards on, letting everybody know the roads are wet. <laughs> I'm a hazard. Yes, you are. Yeah. Yes, you are. It's like, you notice there's nobody in front of you, but a whole line yeah. of cars behind you uh-huh. means get the fuck out of the lane. And they've installed new signs on the highway, it says, Slower left traffic, lane. keep no, right. No, they straight up say left lane for passing. Oh. If you're not passing, keep right. No one fucking listens. Then uh, I, well, they don't read signs. That's true. Yeah. I love yeah. I love the people that flip you off when you honk at them for doing yeah. something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I fucked up. Fuck you for fucking telling me. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's, that's my PSA for today as well. Don't fucking drive with your hands on unless you're actually in trouble. Mm-hmm. And then if you are in trouble, get off the fucking interstate. Move to the right. There's exits. Take an exit. Mm-hmm. If you're in trouble, mm-hmm. don't keep driving in the left lane. Fucking people, man. Yeah. And people, you, man. Um, I had to buy a couple new tires. Yeah. That was fun. Why'd you have, why did you have to buy, were they just worn out yeah. or did you get a flat? Yeah. Well, both. Oh, they were worn uh, out and because they were worn well, out, I got a flat. Uh, I just came out to go to work one day and it was flat. Uh, and I was sucks. like, oh shit. So I drove on it. For like, cause we have a, I have a place where I can get air that's like right by my house. So I mm. just like drove it real quick or over there and it just wouldn't fill and it wouldn't fill. And I'm like that, that wouldn't mean that either this thing isn't working or oh. I have a hole in my tire that's bigger <laughs> than the amount of air that's going in. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. So oh. I'm like, this thing must be broken. So I drove it somewhere else. And that one didn't work either. So finally, I like reach third in. Third time is a charm. Feel on the back side of the tire, huh. and yeah, the whole tread was pulled away from the wall. So oh, damn. it was actually bigger than the hole was bigger than the the air that was going in. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing it happened overnight rather mm-hmm. than when you were driving, driving up it. here. Yeah. That would have sucked. Yeah. Damn. So you got two new tires. Two new ones. Yeah. What else? Yeah. On to you, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, was, I was curious if, you, yeah. if you've done any cool tattoos this week. Oh, yeah, I've done some. Any cool mattoos? Mattoos. Um, I'm working on a video game tattoo. Oh. It's got Mario, Link, uh, Fallout, Fallout, Fallout Power Armor. Okay. And the Skyrim logo. Nice. Sleeve. It's pretty cool. Fancy. Shit, that was my phone. Sorry, guys. Jeez. I've always wondered if there's if they could ever hit a tattoo artist for copyright infringement on those type of things. I've never heard of it happening. Yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't. Well, fuck, I don't. Anything's possible, I guess. But what are they going to do? Like sue you and have you remove it from your yeah. body? Well, because if you wanted to create a game and you use a character from someone else's game, it's like, whoa, you can't do that. Yeah. Well, that's for personal profit also. Like a tattoo isn't But the guy doing for... the tattoo is profiting off of doing it. Yes. Huh. I don't know. We'll have to ask a legal scholar. <laughs> legal scholars out there, <laughs> if, if you're or... listening and, and have any idea. It's an interesting question. I've never really thought about it. I mean, you see them all the time, whether it's someone's actual face or cartoon characters or... I saw one dude who has an entire back. He was getting every single Simpsons character ever put on it. Was it Freethinker 215? I, it could have been. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, know. I know Raji's a big fan of The Simpsons. Um, yeah. Anything else? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, so lots, lots and lots. <laughs> yeah. Gone on since we recorded last week. I think I mentioned last week that Tracy's grandfather was uh, feeling poorly. I can't remember if I said that he was feeling a little better or taking a turn for the worse. I think you he went... mentioned he took a turn for the worse and wasn't eating. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the, he wasn't eating. And I think the next day, uh, I heard that he was in renal failure mm-hmm. and, or maybe, or maybe I'd heard it before. I don't know. Shit's, uh, there's been so much it all yeah. is all just kind of blending together right now, but 
yeah, he was not doing well and then nosedived and died early Saturday morning. Yeah. I think it was Saturday afternoon he sent us a text. Yeah. And then my mother contacted me to let me know that her father, my 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 living genetic grandfather, um, apparently had a stroke. And in the process of having his stroke, I think he must have been trying to cook something and started a house fire in the kitchen. Oh, jeez. And the neighbors apparently heard the smoke alarm and saw flames and called 911. And so he, I, I haven't gotten a whole lot of detail from my mom because of everything else that I'm about to tell everybody, but, <laughs> but there's just been so much going on. I've been trying to keep up with her and, and everything else. So Tracy's grandfather dies. I received word from my mother that my grandfather apparently had a stroke, started a house fire and. She's been taking care of him while I try to figure out the extent of the stroke and if he's going to be able to take care of himself afterward. And, you know, there was a ton of cleanup, of course, after the house fire. And he, I think, is still in the hospital. I haven't heard from her for a couple days. And I've been too busy with other shit to follow up with her. Uh, But Tracy's grandfather died. Uh, Tracy, I I ended up taking her to... um, Instacare and because she was just so sick. Like she just, she started crying. Like, I'm just, I'm so tired. I can't, like, I can't do anything. I can think I'm, I feel miserable. I can't sleep at night uh, because she's so sick and was just coughing, coughing, coughing. Mm-hmm. Like I'd wake up. I think I woke up three mornings in a row and she wasn't in bed and it's because she got out of bed because she just couldn't did, sleep and did, was afraid. You up. Yeah. She was afraid it was going to keep me up. And I'm like, I, so the second morning when I woke up and she wasn't there, I'm like, don't at all think that like you're bothering me because I haven't noticed at all. Like I'm just out. I, I, I sleep very, very well these days. And I'm like, I haven't noticed you coughing at all. So, you know, if you're more comfortable moving somewhere else, then do that. But don't think you need to get out of bed from any concern for me because I haven't even noticed. Yeah. So if you're more comfortable in bed, stay there. If you're more comfortable somewhere else, then do that. But you don't need to do it for me. Ended up taking her to Instacare at like 8 p.m. one night because she was just so miserable. And they gave her prescription for like cough medicine, antibiotic, uh, nasal spray, bunch of different stuff. Uh, she's finally getting to where she's feeling a little better physically and it's just kind of drained mentally and emotionally. Because besides all the stuff with her grandfather and my grandfather and her being sick and her mother being sick, then her mother got really sick and, uh, is going through a bout of C. diff, mm. and that's been a nightmare. Fun? <laughs> that's, been, that's been a nightmare. Like, she she had to leave from here early one morning and go over to her grandmother's house where, you know, her mother is living with her, well, was living with her grandparents, now living with her grandmother after her grandfather died, so that she can take care of them. And she had this bout of C. diff come on and Tracy had to go over and help do things and bring her, you know, then they took her to the hospital, you know, they took her to the ER and from there she went from the ER to our house because she needs attention and help and she can't get that from, you know, Tracy's grandmother because she's old and infirm and can't help. So she needs help. And and Tracy's mother can't be there to try to help her because she's both sick and can't do anything anyway. So, yeah, she's staying with us. Other family members are taking turns going around to grandma's house and making sure she's fed. She's doing okay. Everything's working out there. It's just, it's been a lot. It's, what, things happen in threes? <laughs> well, yeah, it's funny. Somebody else said that the other day, and I'm like, well... I guess it depends on when you start and stop counting. True. Sure. At like, three. Yeah. Start at one and at three. <laughs> well, and how long of a time in between? Yeah. But so there's just been so much going on. And of course, then with Tracy's grandfather dying, mm. there's family flying in that we've been trying to get the house ready. We have two guest bedrooms, um, but we had just had guests here from Thanksgiving and Trace, and then Tracy was really sick and I've been really busy with all of this other stuff. Haven't had time to clean up that room until we absolutely needed it for Tracy's mother. So we got that done. And then because the funeral is this weekend, we have family members flying in. So they're going to be staying in the other guest bedroom. So Tracy spent 
yesterday and part of today getting that all taken care of because it was Danica's old room and okay. she just kind of left it a mess. <laughs> we've, been, <laughs> we've been getting that all taken care of. Tracy's putting up, you know, Christmas shit because the whole family's going to be here for the funeral and tomorrow is the family viewing. And her uncle made a slideshow of photos set to music of their grandfather that he wants to show everybody but ahead of the funeral and viewing on Saturday. So they're all, we're doing the family viewing Friday, which is just to make sure that they've done his hair and clothes yeah. and makeup, you know, that he looks presentable. He looks how the family wants him to look or whatever. And then everybody's coming over here for dinner and watching the slideshow and commiserating and whatever. Saturday's the funeral. Family will still be here Sunday. Just a ton, and, man. Just and, so and then, fucking much. And then in two weeks, you do it all over again without a funeral. Yeah. And then we've got, <laughs> yeah, then we've got Christmas after that. So yeah, just really, really busy. Um, that, that's about it for me. Like I, uh, it was, it was very nice. I've had a, I've had a few people contact me because, you know, ordinarily I'm on social media quite a bit yeah. every day. <laughs> and, I don't know the last time I posted something to Facebook just because I've been way so too busy, busy with everything. Yeah. Um, and I've had a couple people contact me. Brandy was one of them mm. and just was like, Hey, noticed I haven't seen you online for a little while checking in, which was very nice. So thank you all for your concern. Uh, doing all right. Just super busy. Um, trying to pitch in with and help other people through their grief as much as possible. And, Tracy seems to be doing pretty well. Um, there was a bit yesterday. Oh, so it was yesterday and we were in the kitchen and she was talking about her sister was going over to, she's like, yeah, Annalise is going over to the grandparents house. And she just kind of stops for a second. She's like, I guess I have to stop saying that <laughs> over to my grandma's house. And she started crying. She's like, I'm sorry. It just hits me at weird times. And I'm like, ah, oh, I understand, man. It, it's yeah. Emotions are messy. And yeah. it, it's I while everybody tries to master their emotions as much as possible, it's weird how how much of a slave we are to our own emotions. Like you when you just physically cannot stop an emotion from coming out. Yeah, there's been several times here on the show where mm -hmm. we've you know, whether it's a guest or me <laughs> who just you start talking about something and you get emotional and it just it comes out and there's no stopping it and you it's an alien feeling to not be in control of your own body. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's been weird, but we'll get through it. I want to let everybody know uh, we will be recording next week, which is the week ahead of Christmas. The week of Christmas, we will not be publishing. We will not be recording and releasing a show for the general public. Anyway, we um, won't be publishing one either. <laughs> we won't be public. Did I say publishing? Sort of. We won't. We uh, kind of mumbled we, that. We I'm can, sure. We can publish, <laughs> but <laughs> so we'll record an episode next week. Uh, I'm guessing we'll do kind of a year in review thing, maybe give some projections Fuck. of what we think may happen over the next year. Look at what we did get, say last year, that kind of stuff. Can we predict what's going to happen? Fuck Boris Johnson's fucking getting back in. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I am starting to think Trump will be reelected. Fuck. <laughs> Racists are winning. Oh no. Uh, I mean, I've already kind of been like on the fence about it for a while, but Yeah. I think if people get out and vote, like if, if people who, if people gave a shit and went out and voted, he would has, he would stand no fucking chance at all. I mean, he lost by 3 million votes the first time yeah. around. Anyway, so we're not going to have, <laughs> we'll be recording next week. The week after that, we won't be releasing a regular episode. We will, however, be releasing some audio for our Patreon fans only, uh, or our Patreon supporters. I will be uh posting the call that I had with my father strictly for Patreon patrons only. Um so if you are not currently a Patreon patron, now would be a good time to do it, not only because that will be the last episode of the year that will be going uh into the kitty to be sent off to Brandy and mm -hmm. Sam, but because then you'll get to hear the actual call between me and my father that, that has been talked about. Led to my Led to my being disowned, <laughs> but, um, so I'll release that to our Patreon fans. Regular show will not be published. And if there's anybody out there who is not a Patreon patron and has contributed to Brandy and Sam's GoFundMe directly, just let us know, send us an email, 
at our godlessrevolution at gmail.com address with the image of your receipt or contribution to Brandy's GoFundMe, and I'll send you a link to the audio of the phone call if you're interested. Uh, or you can just become a Patreon patron and it'll show up in your RSS feed. But that way, you know, it's, I, I don't really want to release it to the wider world at yeah. large, but I figure our Patreon patrons, that's something that we can give them as kind of a bonus uh, while we're out for for Christmas. <laughs> here's here's your Christmas here's, present. This is this is the call to Yay! <laughs> the Let Dan being to sound. Uh so that that will be our our gift to you guys for the holidays who are Patreon patrons. And like I say, if you have contributed to Brandy and Sam's GoFundMe, uh let me know and I'll send you a link to the audio of the show. With that, there are a bunch of other things going on that we'll talk about when we come back. Okay. Hey guys, this is Brandy Hamrick. I'm from Charleston, West Virginia. Contrary to popular belief, we don't all fuck our cousins and we didn't all vote for Trump. And you're listening to the Godless Revolution. And all them Hamite men are standing yeah, there, yeah. you know, getting erections. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible. It is now 1025 p.m. Eastern time, and they are still debating impeachment shit. Fucking gomers on TV. Damn. Yeah, we've been in here. We've been fucking around a little bit. We have. But it's been fun. Um, The first story we have tonight is a local one. So it fits. Uh, It's it's local, and it's related to religion. And and it's fucked up. Yeah, it's really fucked fucked up. up. Uh Uh-huh. This comes to us from KSL.com. And, of course, I'm sure they were fully willing to publish this one because it doesn't deal with the Mormon church. It's a different church. Yeah. Headline is Salt Lake Man Charged with Sexually Assaulting Two Girls at Church. A Salt Lake man has been charged with sexually abusing two young girls in his church congregation five years apart. Pablo Alvarez, 48, is charged with object rape and two counts of aggravated sexual assault of a child, all first-degree felonies. Alvarez, who attends the Iglesias Cristiana Dios Provira congregation, is accused of abusing a girl in 2014 and abusing another girl in June. The Spanish-speaking congregation rents the basement of the church at 662 East, blah, 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 uh, to hold services, but is not associated with the church that owns the building. One of the girls, who was nine years old in 2014, said Alvarez attended the same congregation as her parents. Alvarez would ask her if she wanted to go play with toys in the room, according to charging documents. The toy room was in the basement of the church. Once there, Alvarez would keep the lights off and sexually assault the girl in charge's state. When he was done, he would give the girl money and tell her not to tell anyone because they wouldn't believe her. <sighs> the assaults happened more than once, according to the charges. On June 24, another girl, age four, went to the church yeah. basement while her family was there for a church function. The girl's mother told police that, quote, during the evening Spanish-speaking service, there is no supervision down in the basement. She said an adult will randomly go down to check on the children, according to a search warrant affidavit filed in 3rd District Court. Alvarez, who was one of the adults who said he would check on the children, oh, I'll volunteer. Yeah, I'll go down by the kids in a dark room by themselves. Uh-huh. Sexually assaulted the girl, the charges say. When the girl and her mother got home, the girl told her what had happened and that, quote, she told the man no, but he kept saying yes, end quote, according to the warrant. The pastor of the Iglesias Cristiana Dios Provera congregation was notified of the allegations and confronted Alvarez, who denied touching the girl. Investigators wrote in the affidavit. The family took the girl to Primary Children's Hospital for a sexual assault exam and Salt Lake Police were notified. Not long after, the detectives assigned the girl's, the second girl's case, sorry, not long after, the detective assigned to the second girl's case learned that another detective was working a case that had very similar circumstances and likely the same suspect, according to the warrant. That girl was the victim from the 2014 case, according to the police. She told police that Alvarez also sexually assaulted her during a church outing at a lake. The affidavit states, quote, she said Pablo stopped sexually abusing her when she'd started sixth grade. She was too old? Apparently. 
Bail for Alvarez was set at $750,000. A scheduling conference in 3rd District Court is set for January 21st. That's my birthday. Uh, I would make a joke. About I want a present where, present where he's locked up for a long time uh, and but, gets the help he so clearly desperately needs. Yeah. So and is there uh, is there help for those guys, for pedophiles like that? I don't know, honestly. It's, uh, I mean, that's we actually had a, we talked about that at work. Like, you know, there's certain things that we are like we we're talking about predetermination and or uh, free will or mm-hmm. that kind of shit. And, yeah. <laughs> well said. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, kind you, of you shit. Know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. But being like <laughs> is like a rapist. Do you if you have that you know in your head already? It's already in your brain. Is it just a matter of knowing it's there and then controlling those urges? Or some people are just like, I just can't fucking control it. Well, and it's, I mean, that's what these people are attracted to. It's, yeah. So. And then does the chemical castration really work? I mean, that probably helps with uh, uh, hormones for like urges, but it's probably still in their brain that they like that. Yeah. It's just that they don't really have the desire maybe to act on it as much. I don't know how that works. Or as not as, as, as not. The desire isn't as as strong. As strong, yeah, maybe. I honestly don't know. Um, but it it. But they know it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, they do know it's wrong. And there are people who will draw parallels between uh, pedophilia and homosexuality, which is fucking mm-hmm. wrong. Which yeah is absolutely wrong because. In homosexuality, generally speaking, you have consenting adults participating in sexual activities, whereas pedophilia, you have a grown person, an adult, preying on a child who cannot give consent. Or in this case, gave uh, verbal non-consent. Gave, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're just, they're, they're young. They don't, uh, they don't have the, I guess, maybe will to fight back or, hey, I don't want to get in trouble because this happened to me. So they're going to. Yeah, I mean, they're four. That's. Yeah, at four, they just have no fucking Jesus. clue what is going yeah. on. Well, and what kills me about this is we see it time and again where people believe that because they're in a church. They're in a safe setting. Clearly, everybody here is a good person who would never do anything wrong. Mm-hmm. And God would never allow anything wrong yeah. to go or, or anything to go wrong in his house. Mm-hmm. This is God's house. He's not going to just stand by and watch a grown man sexually assault a child, right? That would be terrible. That's not something God would do, but he does it every fucking day. Yeah. If he exists, which we, I don't I, think he does. I have a pretty good idea that there is none. Yeah. As they say on Latter-day Lesbian, I'm starting to think this might be all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so. But he's locked up. Yes. And hopefully will be for a long time. And I'm pretty sure, I'm I'm guessing he probably doesn't have the $750,000 uh, $750, to bail himself out. I would bet not. And I mean, usually. That's hard for almost anybody to come up with. Yeah. well, Especially usually, a Mexican. I wasn't trying <laughs> usually, to go there. Oh, okay. Usually uh, bail bonds companies require at least 10%, 10%. Yeah. At least 10% yeah. as the money that you give them that you don't get back. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's you're I, paying them for I, the it, service yeah. of allowing you to roam free while you're out on bail. I, I don't know anybody that'd be like, yeah, Duffy, I'll bail you out for seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, I, I have seventy five thousand dollars to bail you out of yeah, jail, yeah. And, especially for those charges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be told lock up or stay locked up and fucking rot. Yeah, yeah. My grandfather worked as a bail bondsman for a little while, so that's. That's why I know the 10% thing. Yeah. But, and it depends on the, like the, the charges leveled against you. Yeah. Cause the bail bonds can say, oh, oh we're not bailing your ass out. Yeah. You're a risk. Oh yeah. Because if, if they put up that $750,000 and you skip out, then they're they out lose. that $750,000. Yep. That's why you have bounty hunters. Yep. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers. So that was terrible. And this is just odd. This is, this is I, uh creepy. I don't know. I didn't. I haven't read this thing yet. I just saw the headline on this one, and I'm like, "How the fuck? How? How? <laughs> how? How would this be a thing? Uh, how?" <laughs> this comes to us from the New York Times. This is an article that I saved away a while ago and just recently discovered, and it's uh, one of the things that I saved to talk about on the show. Uh, headline says: Four bees living in her eye, feeding on her uh, tears. How? Hong Kong. 
First came their fuzzy feet. <laughs> They're so cute. They're cute little fuzzy feet. Are you oh. going to explain what Forbies are? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Furby, but it's <laughs> from the forest. It's a Forby. Forby. Uh-huh. Uh, from the left, uh, first came their feet. From the left eye of his patient, a doctor would eventually remove four tiny bees. How fucking small. Tiny. They tiny. just said tiny. Yeah. Four tiny bees. They're short Furbies. Quote, under the microscope, I slowly pulled them out one after another. Dr. Hung Chi Ting, an ophthalmologist at Fu Yin University Hospital in Taiwan, said at a news conference broadcast by local media last week. <gasps> the patient, identified by her last name, he, he that's, yeah. <laughs> said that her, that's, that's, that's her name. That's her last name is he. H-E. Said that her ordeal began when she felt a sharp pain in her left eye. Yeah, you've got fucking bees in there. While taking yeah. part in an annual tradition of tomb sweeping. Oh. Tomb sweeping? That's a, that's a weird tradition. That is, uh, I, yeah. yeah, I wonder what tombs they're sweeping. Plucking weeds from a gravestone, she rinsed what she thought was sand from her eyes with some clean water. By the time she returned home hours later, her eye was heavily swollen. Tears and other secretions... Other secretions? Uh, like streamed mucus? out. Like cum or? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got in your eye? And I'm, I'm just imagining. It's coming out besides that. When you watch a video where someone like lances a cyst and just <laughs> that nasty gooey shit comes out. Uh huh. Pus? You no, know, like that coagulated, like, like cheese curd pus. pus oh, yeah. yeah. Cyst cum. Yeah. yeah cyst cum. <laughs> it's, it's not, that's like, that's like straight up like <laughs> liquid calcium coming out. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> she sought medical help, and under her left eyelid, Dr. Who? Hung found... <laughs> Ms. Ms. He? And under his left eyelid, Dr. Hung found <laughs> what are colloquial, colloquially known as sweat bees. This story really isn't funny, but it is funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's bizarre. I've it's never strange heard of sweat I've bees. never heard of them. I'm actually going to... Dr. Hung and Mrs. He... <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to Google sweat bees. Sweat bees. Yeah, I think you can find them on like crocodiles and stuff. Oh, oh really? The bees from the halictid family subsist primarily on pollen and nectar, but also need salt produced by human and animal. Why does it have to, by human and animal glands, why does it have to be produced by human and animal glands in order okay. for the salt to be okay. good? Those aren't that fucking tiny. There Four of those in your in your eye? Like, how do you... Yeah, they're, they're, those they're are little, they're little for sure. They're like, but they're to like have the, four of them, like the, I would they're like the size of like a very large ant quarter inch. Yeah. 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 To have four of those in your eyes. So yeah. Maybe, maybe they, they were baby an inch worth sweat bees. Yeah. Huh? Uh, the bees from the halactid family subsist primarily on pollen and nectar, but also need salt produced by human and animal glands. Huh? So they feed on sweat and tears. That's great. That's they rarely sting, doing so only when attacked. Well, they better not be stinging because that's so, just on your sweat. Yeah, well, and, and like tears. If your eye is aggravated, usually people rub it, right? Yeah. So they view that as an attack and start stinging your fucking Jeez. eyeball. Many sweat bees are about a quarter of an inch in length, about half the size of a yellow jacket. The tiny pollinator can be found in gardens and grassy areas around the world, but it is very rare for them to fly into eyes. Fu Yin University Hospital called the operation to remove the bees from Ms. He's eye, the first in the world. <laughs> but it's interesting because they would say, well, it's a very rare thing. And it's yeah. like, yeah, but one person had four. Four so of how them. rare is it? Yeah. In this area. Maybe just rarely reported or reported. rarely requires a trip to the hospital. Like, like they just, they just, they just flush themselves out. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, uh, when Dr. Hung extracted the bees, they were still alive. Had they ruptured inside Ms. He's eye, she could have faced serious infection, yeah. even losing her vision, he said. The bees had remained intact partly because she had refrained from rubbing her eyes throughout the ordeal. That's How annoying. did she refrain yeah. from rubbing her eyes? That'd be really rough. I run And my why eyes would she time. not? Why would, why would she refrain? Yeah, why? Yeah. I just want to rub my eyes right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe she noticed that maybe she rubbed them a little bit and noticed like, like oh, that was, makes it so much worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. And decided that she would not. But I mean, they were alive. So she probably like, imagine that you feeling, can feel them squirming feel around. Them, yeah. I've had, like, oh. ha, ha, what's the worst thing you've had in your eye? Oh, I don't know. I've guaranteed, like 
probably just like small like like dust and stuff and yeah yeah i mean i have been gassed before i've had fiberglass in my eye twice twice that doesn't sound fun twice Two times. Didn't you learn the first time when working with fiberglass to wear, to wear <laughs> yeah. eye safety? I wasn't working with fiberglass. This is when I was little. Oh. Uh, well, so prior to the show, Tracy was hanging up Christmas decorations and she had ordered new stocking hanger things yeah. for the mantle for the additional members of our family, our, our children's partners and our new dog, Lily. We yeah. put up stockings for the dogs. And the stocking holders that she got, she thought matched the existing ones that we had, and they don't. They don't. The ones we had before are like a stainless steel or nickel, like a brushed nickel. Yeah. And the new ones are shiny silver. And so she was upset about that, and she's she's like, oh, dude, you have no idea how much this is going to bother me. And I mentioned, (laughs) I don't see color. I see text. You know, I don't see as many colors as most people. I do notice. So I notice things like texture Mm -hmm. a lot more. And so looking at something that's like a brushed nickel or brushed silver versus a polished versus a polished shiny silver. Yeah. That really Mm. stands out to me. I (laughs) noticed that shit right away. And so I'm like, yeah, I I know like however much it is going to bother you, it's going to bother me much more. And so I've always been big on texture. I like, I like to touch stuff. I'm very tactile. (laughs) And my uncle was finishing his basement when I was, I don't know, maybe eight or nine. Okay. And had fiberglass just laid out in the basement. And we went downstairs and he was showing my dad the stuff that he had done and blah, blah, blah. And I went over and started like just squishing the the fiberglass insulation that was laid out. Just puffing it all into the air. <laughs> it was just the, you know, the big rolls of insulation. Yeah. And he had a sheet like roll unrolled that he was going to be hanging in between the framing. And I went over and was just like, petting the fiberglass like, yeah it's the type of insulation where if you're installing it you want to be wearing a tyvek suit gloves eye protection and respiratory protection yeah and i wasn't i was, <laughs> I was a young kid and was just touching the soft yeah. spongy stuff and then rubbed my eyes and got fiberglass in my eye and apparently it, it had stuck to the back of my eyelid oh so it was like and so every time i blinked it was uh, scratching my uh, scratching my eye and so we went to my grandmother's house. I hate that. And uh, yes, yeah, so my uncle and my aunt used to live just two home, just two houses down. Two hoes away. Two two homes away from my grandparents. So we went from my uncle's house to my grandparents' house, and somebody while we were there noticed that you know You're, my eye was oh. watering a lot and got really red, and I was rubbing it, and then I complained to them that it hurt, hurt. and so they took me to the eye doctor the next day. And yeah, he found a bit of oh, fiberglass the in day? there. Yeah. Yeah. I had it. Well, cause this was in the evening. They didn't take me to the ER or anything. They waited till the next day. And that's when people were strong. And apparently yeah, I had just scratched the shit out of my eye. And so I had to wear an eye, you know, they yeah. flushed it out, put a bunch of stuff in my eye. And then I had to wear an eye patch for like three days. Well, thanks a lot. Now we can't tell red from orange. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other time it was something similar. Like I just, I touched fiberglass and then I touched my eye and it got in my eye and I had to go and get it flushed out and wear, and wear an eye patch for, I think that time it was two days. One of which was during one of my, was during the wedding of one of my aunts. Oh. And so in all of her, in all of her wedding photos, there's this, there's this like 12, 13 year old kid with a big white eye patch. That's me. Fucking gingers. Nice. So, yeah, but yeah, so I've, I've gone through some things with my eyes, but I've never had four fucking no. bees stuck in there. That'd oh. fucking suck, man. Mine was a hot brass like, shaving. Was it a hot brass? Ooh. Yeah, that was the worst one. How did you get a hot brass shaving? I used to work head? in a foundry where we made belt buckles and I'd have to use the drill press. Drill press? Did I say drill press? I think yes, so. It's a yeah. French version. The drill press. Drill press. <laughs> uh, to punch holes in there and no matter i wore a welding mask and everything yeah. but still just gotta bounce up or whatever yeah you get these little curly little brass damn yeah. i always wear it didn't stay in as long as yours though yeah. it was, I was gonna say, nowhere near to... as bad yeah. i always wear like goggles when i'm in the garage like i got like my yeah. military ones that are like 
fit. So there's actual, there's no space around my eye for stuff to fly up. So it's not just safety glasses. It's it's, gog, it's actual goggles. Yeah. They're called Wiley X's. Yeah. They're, and they got like, they're like a pair of safety glasses, but they got the padding that go around. It kind of conforms to your nose. So it's actually kind of sealed a bit. Yeah. I've seen that. That's good when you're on the drill press. Yes. (laughs) I use it on the drill press. Uh, (laughs) the, the banded saw Mm -hmm. and the wood spinner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That wood spinner can get going pretty fast. Oh, it can. And if I am, I'll be covered in wood, but my eyes are safe. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good. (laughs) Ryan's covered in wood. Yeah. (laughs) That's good. Uh, we have more stories coming up in just a moment. Hi, this is Christine Stenquist with Truce, together for responsible use in cannabis education. If you're interested in medical cannabis in Utah, follow us on our social media. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Truce Utah. If you're interested in donating to our awesome nonprofit, go to truceutah.org. And thank you so much for listening to the Godless Revolution podcast. A blessing, a blessing from the Lord. God be praised. If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you! It is now 10.59 Eastern Time, and they still are debating the articles of impeachment in the House before voting on whether to forward it to the full House Floor for a floor vote. This is how I know politicians do cocaine <laughs> because they can do this for for fucking fourteen hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what time did it start? Seven or seven thirty? Seven this morning. Yeah. That's why they need a recess. Well, seven In our, our time, time. So it was nine, nine their, their time. time. Yeah, so eleven hours so far, or no, thirteen. Sorry, yeah. I, I fucked. Had some weird math going on there for a minute. Math is always weird. <laughs> well, and it's 12 hours. What the fuck kind of system is that? 12 <laughs> hours. We work on a decimal system. This should be 10 of everything. No, it's called metric. That's a metric system. No. 10. So it's a, it's a decimal system based on, it's a 10 base. Our, most of our things are 10 base. Like Except in for coding, all of our measurements. Have, like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, and in computing, you know, it's. Four, eight, sixteen, thirty-two. I don't. Sixty-four. Those, those are. That's the numbers that you count by okay. when you're doing things, instead of ten, or one, or yeah. A- anyway, <laughs> so, uh, I found this cool video. It's interesting. A little while ago, it's six ways that evolution has fucked us over. Basically, that you know, a bunch of religious people believe that evolution is this. That thing that happens that like there's a goal at the end like evolution happened and the goal was to create humans that's no there's no goal with evolution it's something the, that just continually happens with everybody it's th- still happening to yeah. us humans are still evolving the the goal of evolution is to be best for the climate that you're in it's it's the best adaptable for the yeah. environment yeah and so We'll watch this video and it's kind of cool because it talks about a lot of the ways that as humans have evolved, things that were necessary for us or for our ancestors that that we have descended from really no longer fit our modern yeah. lifestyles and, and the way that we operate. We're quote unquote designed. <laughs> like, yeah, we were... like if we're designed, it's a really fucking terrible yeah. design. But this video is pretty cool. Millions of years ago, wisdom teeth were dead useful. Those hefty molars helped us grind up fibrous veggies. Then, around one million to two million years ago, we invented cooking, which softened food so we didn't need to chew as much. That put wisdom teeth out of a job. Around 10,000 years ago, we began to farm and cook our food even more. With less work to do, our powerful jaws shrank, making it harder for those extra teeth to fit in our mouths. And today we suffer the consequences. Do you guys, have you had wisdom teeth? Do you I, have them or have you had them taken I, out? I had mine removed when I was in the military. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's been a, it's been a minute. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Well, did you, did they have to do surgery or did they just pull them? Oh, they broke them out. I was awake for the whole thing. I didn't yeah. get knocked out. Yeah. Just local anesthetic and the guy's in there and I can just feel him like wrenching on my jaw and I can hear the crunching and like, 
break like oh that one broke so now i gotta like drill i'm like fuck i should have i should have opted for the fucking knock I me just, the fuck out i juice. just crushed this one between my oh. vice grips and now we're gonna have to do all kinds well, of other shit they were they weren't all the way out mm-hmm. so he's like well i gotta kind of like break them to like remove them in remove pieces them in pieces yeah and fuck yeah i wish they would have just knocked me the fuck out yeah and you can hear it squeaking when they oh cry. yeah and he's just wrenched like like literally like he like putting all of his body weight into my jaw and i'm like like nope keep your head straight i'm like you're fucking putting your entire <laughs> weight onto my fucking head like how do i not twist uh dental work is the oh, worst i fucking hate it we already talked about that last week with the fucking clippers or is that, that Ooh, yeah 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 fingernail clipper oh. clipping your incisors with yeah that was terrible did you do you have your wisdom teeth or did you get yeah, them I, mine are gone too same deals ryan you got them taken around in the military yeah, in the military <laughs> <laughs> no i mean local anesthetic only oh yeah. yeah yeah mine were bad enough that i had to go to a oral surgeon oh and so they did knock me out, but I didn't stay out during the whole procedure. I think I remember hearing you talk about waking up in the... Yeah, I woke up in the <laughs> middle of it while while the oral surgeon was in there trying to pull out one of the teeth, and I started coming out of the anesthetic or anesthesia, and I remember him being right above me and, and trying to pull teeth out, and I started coming out of the anesthesia and was in a lot of pain, and... He called the nurse over and said, oh, we need more anesthetic. Hold him down. (laughs) So apparently whatever Uh. he was in the middle of doing, he needed to complete without giving me more anesthetic initially. Like he was right in the middle of something that he couldn't like stop to give me more anesthetic. So he had her hold me down and then gave me more anesthetic that knocked me out. But then, of course, I remembered that when I woke up hugely traumatized by that. Like I got in the car, my my wife at the time uh my my ex-wife uh came and picked me up i got in the car and just started sobbing <laughs> it was i was a mess for quite a while i'd have been like doc it's not the 1800s anymore <laughs> knock me the fuck out before you do what you're gonna do well apparently i require a lot more anesthetic than maybe it's a ginger thing i've heard people say oh. it's a ginger thing but i need more anesthetic to put me out than a lot of people when i go to the dentist they usually have to give me a couple rounds of shots do, to do, do you anything. tell them that like hey i require more the dentist actually is the one who like Notified asks you? me he's like okay he said something about maybe it was because i'd been in there before for something i can't remember but so just this week on tuesday i went in i had a silver feeling a silver mm-hmm. feeling a silver <laughs> filling in the on one of my molars in the back that I've just had for so long. Like I went in for my regular six month cleaning mm-hmm. or whatever. And he's like, eh, this wanna... filling looks like it's leaking a little bit. We're going to have to replace it. And I was like, oh, okay, sure. So I went in on Tuesday and they just removed the old filling and put in a new filling. Uh, apparently the old yeah, metal they, they or silver they ones, they, they leach mercury oh, or something out of them. So that's nice. Yeah. So, <laughs> Yeah, I had it replaced and now it's nice. Like it's, it's white. Like you can't yeah. see metal in my mouth anymore, which is cool, but no cavities. I haven't had a cavity for a very long time, but they did have to replace that. And so anyway, he, he gave me, you know, he first came in, gave me a bunch of numbing shots yeah. and let me sit for a little while. And then he came back in and he's like, so, you know, is it getting numb? And I'm like, well, yeah, you know, this, this back part of my jaw is numb until about right here. And he's like, yeah, we're going to want it to be a little more numb than that. He's like, Is you, how about your tongue? Can you still feel your tongue? I'm like, oh, yeah, my tongue is fine. And he's like, and your lips? And I'm like, oh, yeah, my lips are fine. So he gave me a bunch more shots. And then he came back about 10 minutes later. And he's like, so how are you now? And I'm like, I'm just fine. I don't know, doctor. And of course, of course, I had also uh, gotten nitrous. So I'm just yeah. laying on the table. And the the hygienist who was there, you know, first got me set up and everything. She's like, now, I seem to recall that you need more anesthesia than a lot of people. And I'm like, sure. So she, <laughs> so she cranked up the nitrous and I was sitting there like, I'm just tingly and floating and everything. And he's coming, he comes in, he's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm doing pretty good. It's great. We're just having a little convo in here. And, I'm, and then I start getting paranoid, like, oh. Maybe I'm too high and I shouldn't tell him how high I am because, <laughs> because then he's going to cut it back. <laughs> and I like this. And I'm like, at what point do I, should I just stop talking? Because if I talk too much, he's going to realize this guy's way too fucking high <laughs> and I'm going to have to cut off his, his nitrous. 
<laughs> so, but yeah, it was great. And, and yeah, it was replaced. My dentist is fucking awesome. He's awesome. They use like all of the new latest technologies oh, yeah. and stuff. And I don't mind going to the dentist at all these days because they're just, they're super attentive to like your needs. I don't want you to be in any pain or anything. And actually when he came back in after he gave me the second round, waited a little while, came back in and he's like, well, how about now? And he started poking around back there and, you know, pulled out his drill, started drilling a little bit and he stops and he's like, was that all okay? And I'm like, uh, yeah, that's all fine. And he's like, well, let me know if you, if it's not okay or whatever. He's like, and I said, well, I can just kind of feel a little bit of pressure, but no pain. And he's like, okay, good. Well, you know, let me know if that changes. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'll let you know if I'm in a lot of pain. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, let me know before you're in a lot of pain. If you feel a <laughs> little bit of pain, let me know so that it doesn't develop into a, a lot, lot of, of pain. pain. We can take care of it. And they're really good there. I, I like my dentist a lot. Well, let's continue with the video. All right. Gum infection, tooth decay, even tumors. But unfortunately, annoying extra molars aren't the only way evolution screwed us over. Fucked us over. All primates, including <laughs> humans, have something in common. We have incredibly bony feet. I never thought about this Each one. Each one contains yeah, 26 cool. bones. Together, that's almost a quarter of all the bones in our body. Now, this foot design makes perfect sense to our ancient primate ancestors because all those tiny moving parts made their feet flexible enough to cling to branches. But here's the problem. Once our ancestors left the trees and started walking upright, we needed a more rigid, stable foot to balance and propel ourselves from one step to the next. We didn't lose a single bone. The result? Our feet are too flexible and they can easily twist the wrong way, which leads to all sorts of foot-related ailments like sprains, stress fractures, and tendinitis. Ten tendinitis is great. No, no it's not. I, no. I've, I've, got, I've got tendinitis in both of my Achilles and it fucking sucks. If that's not bad enough, walking upright also messed up our spine. In animals that walk on all fours, the spine arches like a bridge, which helps support the weight of their internal organs dangling beneath. Then, six million years ago, our ancestors first stood up and forced that smooth arch into an S shape. The top is curved outward to support the weight of our head, and the bottom is curved inward to keep our torso in line with our feet. Do you know a human head is actually pretty heavy? It's like, I think it averages like 15, 16 pounds. I thought it was like 7 to 10. Is Did that you all? you know I the human was... head weighs 8 pounds? I thought it was more than that. Let's, let's look up the weight, average weight of a human head. It's, you're going to get the Jerry Maguire scene. What's the Jerry Maguire scene? You don't know. That's why I said the human head weighs eight pounds. 11 pounds. So it, it was in the middle of, of it, my, what did I say, 16? You said like seven or eight? I said, I said, uh, I said seven eight. to 10. Oh, did you? Because in the movie Jerry Maguire, the little kid, uh -huh. at one point in the movie when they're all like on a car ride, he just shouts out from the back of the car, Did you know the human head weighs eight pounds? <laughs> uh, Google says the adult human head contains the brain, which weighs about three pounds. Then there's the skull, the eyes, the teeth, the facial, muscle, facial muscles, and skin. In all, an adult head weighs around 10 to 11 pounds. Hmm. Good bowling ball. Hmm. I was unaware of this. Now we know. Well... Fancy. So we can balance. Unfortunately, this design isn't very sound. That bend in our lower back puts a tremendous amount of pressure on our backbone. So it's no wonder that 60 to 70% of people worldwide experience lower back pain sometime in their life. Yup. Speaking of pain, let's talk about getting hit in the testicles. Yup. <laughs> let's do <Unlike> <laughs> most of your organs, they hang outside your body, so they aren't protected yeah, by good muscles, design. fat, and yeah, bone, kind of which makes up way them to protect a prime yeah. target for incoming soccer balls. <laughs> so why are we, and many other mammals, stuck with such a risky arrangement? Well, it turns out sperm are healthiest when they're stored in a cool place. So we hold them as far away from the body as Your possible balls are cool, Ryan. to keep them Thank a few you. extra degrees <laughs> below body temperature. And humans have it especially bad. Since we walk upright, gravity pulls on our exposed <laughs> testes, which can lead to a potentially excruciating condition called Twisted. inguinal hernia. Yeah. And while this might feel like the worst thing ever, other evolutionary quirks can be deadly. Yeah, and as you get older, your balls hang lower. 
Yeah. I had, I had a buddy that actually talked about that before. <laughs> uh, twisted his testicles. Torsion? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. He was in some fucking pain. Oh, I'm sure. And he was a, uh, uh, like a long distance runner. Uh-huh. So he went like, not like road running, but like mountain running. Ooh. So he would go run like mountain trails, like do a 50 mile run on like mountain trails and do that kind of running. Uh-huh. And it was training for one of those runs that he was running in, twisted. And he's like, yeah, it goes, he's like, I had vasectomy, I had all that stuff done. He goes, nothing. Like he said when he had his vasectomy, he got the, you know, giant swollen. Yeah. He was in pain me. from yeah. that. He goes, Big balls. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> twisting them was fucking horrible. And I'm like, all they did was like swap. Testicle torsion. It's like, it's like, yeah, just that little bit of movement and in there, it's not, not good. It's just like, what is it? Is it? What what is a bolo? What are the what's the what's the weapon that's like basically two rocks or weighted things? Yeah, on yeah, a sling. it's a. Mm-hmm. I think it's called a bolo. String in between them. Or bolo. I think so. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that's basically your testicle. So that unless you're wearing something supportive to hold them, he 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 probably should have been wearing different underwear, or different probably. shorts or something, or that constant with his thighs hitting him, just one one hit, just one bing. Yeah. Just twist it around, <laughs> uh, playing tetherball down there. Oh. <laughs> oh, that poor bastard. Yeah. Take the dangerous way our throat is structured. It contains two important tubes, yep. the trachea or windpipe where air travels and the esophagus where food travels. Right next to each These other. These pipes the are flat. nestled so close together. And the the source of food and of air goes it it starts at the same place yeah. and then has to be separated. It's like you can actually inhale food. Yeah. It's just plain stupid. Because <laughs> when you swallow, food can slip into your windpipe and block airflow, causing you to choke or suffocate. Every year, about 5,000 Americans die by choking on food. Wow. Meanwhile, other animals have a more sensible arrangement, where their windpipe and esophagus are far away from each other. So why don't we have that set up? Well, by sticking the pipes together, we can open up extra space in our throats, which acts like an echo chamber to amplify sound to help us talk. But evolution doesn't always come with a silver lining. In the 18th century, millions of sailors suffered from a horrible disease called scurvy. Their gums would swell and bleed as their skin disintegrated and their brains decayed. Culprit? Away from shore for months on end, the sailors had no access to fresh fruits yeah, and vegetables, yeah. key sources of vitamin C, which plays a crucial role in how our body repairs damaged tissue, bone, and nerves. Now humans, along with other apes, guinea pigs, some bats, birds, and fish, are the only animals that would ever have this problem because everyone else can produce their own vitamin C. Hmm. No oranges needed. Meanwhile, humans have a gene mutation that prevents us from doing the same, which normally wouldn't be a problem for our ancient fruit-eating ancestors who didn't trap themselves on ships without fresh fruit for months. Now, there doesn't seem to be any benefits to this mutation, which just goes to show evolution isn't always helpful. In fact, it can make life a whole lot worse. Perfect design, my ass. Uh-huh. But just think about the human eye. It's it's so complex. Yeah, well, there are a lot of things that are fucking complex. complex. It doesn't mean that it was designed. Yeah. Or couldn't evolve. Mm-hmm. When, when he was talking about vitamin C, it reminded me um, there are a lot of fucking snake oil products that are for, available. For your colds? Yeah. Yeah, and I posted on Facebook, uh, I don't know, a week or so ago, that, you know, because it's cold and flu season, oh shit, actually it was the last thing I posted on Facebook, oh, wow. and that was on the, fo- I haven't done anything on Facebook for more than a week, Jesus yeah, Christ. that is unusual. <laughs> that's, that's super unusual. Uh, but yeah, there's there are a lot of remedies out there, you know, because it's cold and flu season, I, I posted this, I it's something I post usually once a year. Just to remind people that things like Zycam and fucking Coldies and Airborne, all of that shit. It's just, you're just pissing your fucking money away. It doesn't do anything for you. It, it 
there, there, there is no efficacy in, you know, let shortening your symptoms or anything like that. If you want to get over a cold, you just have to get over a cold. Mm -hmm. It's, it's something that just happens to everybody. It's not something that can be treated with zinc or vitamin C loading up on those stuff on that stuff does nothing. It actually can be harmful for you. Your white blood cells need to do the work. Yeah. I mean, there's like, like airborne was created by a fucking kinder. I think she was a kindergarten teacher or, or grade school teacher who just was like, well, there's some things that other people have said might work to help with colds. And so I'll put all of that into a, into a thing and say that this will help you get over your cold. Airborne was sued, lost the suit because the FDA was like, wait, you you can't say that, say that kind of shit because there's no proven efficacy yeah. for any of this. And so, yeah, they, they lost that lawsuit and had to change all of their labeling and everything. There's just a bunch of bullshit out there. Like just do a little bit of research into it and you'll see a lot of those products are just a complete waste of your time and money. Yeah. So don't fall victim to things like that. But that will wrap things up for us this evening. We've been trying to drag this out long enough that we could hear what the what the vote was and yeah. and be able to say live while we're watching it, oh my God, this just happened. They finally voted to send the articles of impeachment out for a floor vote. And we, we, we paused we for a moment. We've got a surprise ending. <laughs> got a surprise ending there, yeah. Uh, Gerald Nadler basically just said, fuck it, we're going to go home for the night. We'll vote tomorrow at 10 a.m. And like had an, a very abrupt ending to everything. And Collins lost his fucking yeah. mind about it and is bitching that, oh, they just, they wanted to get this done and over with so that they can have more eyeballs on this tomorrow morning, blah, blah, blah. Which 10 a.m. when everybody's at work, you're not going to get that much. He said, you want, they want it in prime time. Yeah. Well, it'll be in prime time if you keep fucking bringing shit up. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like, how many more amendments would you yeah. like to try to introduce? They're literally writing amendments while they're sitting in the chamber in, to er- introduce them to drag it out yeah. as long as they possibly fucking can. They wanted to drag this out as late as they possibly could so that nobody was watching. And then, like you had said off air. Then they would say they they tried to impeach the president at the wee hours of the morning when no one was paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been their complaint. And and that's just it, right? It doesn't matter what Democrats do. Republicans are going to bitch about yeah. it regardless. They will spin whatever the fuck happens into being the Democrats are the worst people on the face of the planet, which is maddening. But yeah. so, yeah, it will not be until tomorrow that they vote to impeach president donald trump so it's kind of a impeachment interruptus <laughs> <laughs> all right harry <laughs> i wasn't casting a spell i swear <laughs> but before we go i want to make sure that we thank all of our patreon supporters you all should be thanking them too if you are not one because they keep you all from having to hear us do advertisements on the show yeah something that i just am very not excited about ever doing unless it's something that we really really like i don't even know that they would have to pay us much of anything if it's like if, if I get we've free endorsed underwear. a few different things over the years like hey i really like this thing you should yeah. check it out other shows mm-hmm. other like things that we use and do and that's that's fine but mm-hmm. i don't want to be paid money for something that i like fucking underwear beds socks <laughs> all of the shit that i hear on all of these other podcasts it's like Sure, you guys may like it, but a large part of that is you get it for free and they help hey, <laughs> they help fund your show. So that free underwear does sound comfy. I never wanted. And not that I'm not that I'm shitting on the other shows necessarily who do that. It's just yeah. it's something <laughs> hey, we that can I say whatever we want. <laughs> it's just something that I personally yeah. am not into. So, uh, but have you ever heard Bill Burr's read of the MeUndies ad? Uh-uh. Oh, it's pretty funny. <laughs> he makes a little song out of it. Oh, really? <laughs> MeUndies. MeUndies. No more sweaty balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you do it. <laughs> and there are other shows who, you know, try to get creative with the ads and everything, but it's just, I don't know, just yeah. feels contrived sometimes. Yeah. But uh, I mean, 
it's, it's what other people do for a living, you know, doing their shows and stuff. So they, you know, they of course want ad revenue and that I don't begrudge them that it's just something we, that we, we do it because we enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. We enjoy it. And it's, I'm not Cathartic. really into that thing. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. but anyway, our Patreon supporters are Alan Firth, Chrissy Kalbach, Gay Theist, Stephen Andrus, Latimico Feffy, Two Skeptical Chaps, Vanessa, Don't Be a Richard, Nico Gonzalez, Ollie Olson, Utah <laughs> Outcasts, Wes Aaron. Thank you, guys. Andrew uh, Vodapich. Jeremy Goodson. Brandy Hemrick. Megan Kennedy. Jesse Pointer. 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 Bobby yeah. Digital. Freethinker215 and Chief Wiggum support the American Civil Liberties Union. Megan Mitchell. Janet Uter. Savita Kuna. Taylor Grin. Purple Dragon. Captain Samples. And Corey Ebert. Ebert. Yay. Oh. Thank you all very, very much. Uh, like I said, I will be releasing the uh, audio from the call that I had with my father in two, two weeks. weeks for our Patreon patrons. So if you would like to hear that, you should become a Patreon patron. Ooh. Or you can just go in and donate directly to Brandy's GoFundMe account, which I will have a link for in the sh- uh, show, show notes. notes for this episode. And then you can just send that to us, and I will send you a link to the audio. If you, for whatever reason, don't want to use Patreon or whatever, but you've donated to Brandy. So this will be a reward for those people who have done so. Thank you very, very much. And mm-hmm. so until next time, crucified those dishonest Republicans and all of the shitty fucking arguments that they're trying to make in defense of the monster in the White House. Uh, I would like you to leave a review or else you might get four bees in your eyes. Oof. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, nice. Did we get Matt this week? Yep. <laughs> you, I don't think you've ever I've not never had one got, at the ready. Yeah. Were you going oh, to Oh no, I he took mine. You're going oh, to do the bees? Yeah, I was going to I was going to have you rate the show toward four bees. Um, but I guess you can do it toward Dr. Hung instead. Oh. Nice. That be you should Well, I'm just thinking of the editing yeah, like, like wait, what happened? Like do do you do you want to do you want to do your and rate the show toward whatever or do you want me to leave all of that in? We leave all yeah, of we'll this in. Leave all that in. That's fine. Okay. All right, guys, we'll just... have a good night. <laughs> oh, this too. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay, fine. We'll do that. Bye, everybody. Bye. It's tricky. To rock a rhyme? Yeah. To rock around the clock. To rock a rhyme that's right on time. Oh. That's tricky. <laughs> <laughs>